Welcome to Everything Life Coaching with John Kim and Noel Cardo, founders of Journey Coaching. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I.co. Hey guys, an important episode today. We're going to talk about building your coaching toolbox. Noelle, this is a very important episode. I think so. I think this is where people freak out the most. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, because, you know, coaching is is kind of this nebulous field. And when folks go into it, there's this huge feeling of, ah, but how do I do it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you start to acquire tools, when you add tools to your toolbox, you start to gain confidence. And then the how becomes when. When can I do this? <laughs> when can I do this? Because it is fun. It's joyful work. The theories and techniques are so cool. And putting your toolkit together is is an enjoyable process. So let's break it down. Let's demystify it. Um, how come this topic is important to you? Uh, well, because if you don't have a toolbox, uh, you're not going to be able to coach people. You know, And I think especially as a coach, you have that responsibility because um, if you're a therapist, by the time you go through that whole training, assuming you actually paid attention, you're going you're going to have some tools, right? Uh, it's 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 designed where you get practice and you you know you have to get your masters and all that. But with coaching, I think a lot of people they can um, kind of hop the fence, they can not do the work, they can uh, put their shingle out without uh, without being ready. And if you do that, um, there's an irresponsibility to it, you know. And that's why I think with coaching, you really have to. Uh, be responsible um, and, and, you know, take the courses and the, the training to actually have a, a real toolbox or else you're just going to be out there giving a lot of advice. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's why programs like ours are so important because we provide the toolbox for our students. So let's get into it. I, I wanted to start out talking about um, you know, just a framework that I kind of came up with on the fly, where when we're thinking about what coaches do and where they work, they work in the areas of intention, which when we're thinking about intention, this is our future visioning, you know, what do we want from life? And then the parts of the brain that we use are our limbic system versus our prefrontal cortex. Limbic is emotional, prefrontal cortex is logical. Then we have grit. When you want to accomplish something, this is where grit comes in because staying power when things get tough, whether you're trying to build a workout routine or start a company or even you know move across country, there's a point at which everybody wants to throw in the towel. And this is why coaching works. It's the accountability factor that allows people to adhere to grit for risk-taking and goal accomplishment. And then finally, we have aspects of positive psychology, which contribute to the field of coaching. And this is flow, strengths, working with yourself, working not against yourself, living from the inside out. And yeah, and um, just a reminder, when Noelle started, she said future visioning. She said, what do you want your uh, future to look like? And by saying that, there's an emphasis on um, from now to uh, the future instead of the past. And coaching is all about um, moving forward. 
Oh, it is. It absolutely is. And so, you know, running through those three areas, intention, grit, and then working with flow and strengths, that in and of itself could be a coaching framework. And coaching a coaching framework is an important definition to understand. It is a process that if you put different techniques and concepts into your process, you will be able to work your client through a system of discovery, learning, and action. Even if we just stay with discovery, learning, and action, those words themselves are a coaching framework. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have a fear with coaching because they don't know where to start. And having a framework is kind of, that's the beginning, right? It provides you uh, with a system. It provides you with a sketch, with some kind of blueprint. So you're not just going into a conversation, just, you know, aimlessly. Aimlessly. And exactly. There, there is an intention. There is thought. There is science. There is technique. So let's run through these definitions uh, around frameworking and explain how you can fit them together and then build your own coaching toolbox. So the first thing that we have to understand is theory. And theory is why an intervention works. The intervention itself is the second definition. And that's literally what you do in session with a client. That's the exercise. And then the framework is the process that holds it all together to move someone from point A to point B. So let's uh, use an example, future visioning. Yeah, so future visioning is a fundamental component of coaching. We touched on it in the beginning. This is what frames your intention, your intention for where you want to go, how you want to live your life, what you want to do. And there's theory behind it. Future visioning itself is a validated applied positive intervention. That means that it has been empirically proven and studies have been published that holding a sustained focus on your future state in the positive decreases your stress response and it increases your prefrontal cortex functioning and it is in so many ways the foundation of coaching itself and that theory is the why of how it works and why it works and now the the action piece is the intervention yeah so if we're taking the concept the theory around future visioning there are two interventions that we can play around with so one of them is um, creating a vision board which is based on the science of priming. And priming is a phenomenon where you hold something in your mind's eye and you're more likely to follow through on it. Absolutely, and I know for me, um, and this is a little bit different with, uh, with the visualization, uh, when I was uh, into to, uh, Olympic lifting, um, if I was to actually take a minute and visualize um, me getting the weight over my head or whatever I was doing, um, before I actually did it in action, or even like the night before when I'm sleeping, I'm actually visualizing and seeing it and feeling it, uh, the chances of that weight going up uh, was always greater. Yes. So here, John's giving us an example of, you know, a, a visualization, another intervention that has theory based in sports psychology. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, another intervention that we can use with future visioning is narrative. Um, in our intensive, we teach the best possible future self exercise that's adapted from the work of Caroline Miller. And this is a writing exercise that you can use to have your client write in the positive about what their life would be like if everything goes 
as well as it possibly could. And that sources out what's deeply held in your unconscious. And it gives you as a coach and a client a starting kit for priorities and action planning. Yeah, I think just the action of doing this breaks a pattern because how many of us actually sit down and write write down, or even if you're not writing down, you know, how many of us actually intentionally think about um, the best version of ourselves? We usually default to uh, everything we're lacking, all the the worry, the stress, and you know, all, all the the stuff that all the shit that's happened before, and then and then uh, subconsciously replaying that, you know, living in the past. Exactly, and this is why you know you're you're giving us a template here for why coaching is important and why it's effective. Because very few people actually take the time and the space to focus for themselves on what they want to accomplish in the positive. So here we have the theory in three different directions. We know it works, right? And now we have the intervention. It doesn't matter whether you're working with your clients on a vision board or just future visioning in their head or narrative visioning where they're writing it down. That's the intervention. Now we have to put it together in the framework. So frameworks are all about the process, moving clients from point A to point B. So let's go back to the framework that we just made up earlier, um, discovery, learning, and action. If you were going to take a technique of future visioning, where would you put it in that framework? I would say discovery. Yeah. Discovery, so to figure out what we actually want would, would be where you could put the future visioning. Um, I would actually do it in a couple different places. So I would probably use um, narrative mm -hmm. to flush out, okay, where does my client really wanna go? Have them do some writing exercises. When they're in the learning phase, I might ask them to lean on visualization so that mm. they could have the experiential difference of, you know, what would it be like if they've truly, you know, accomplished their goals. And then the action phase, I might use the, the physical vision board creation itself as an activity for your client to have an end goal to create this vision board that's a physical representation for themselves. So Noelle just tricked me. There was no wrong answer. No, there's no wrong answer. <laughs> right. Uh, which, which actually uh, reminds me, um, this is the art of coaching, right? Is that we, we can go into it through different doors. Yeah. And, and this literally is how you build your coaching toolbox. We're taking one piece of theory, a couple of different interventions associated with it and saying, okay, you know, let's be creative. We have brains. We can employ logic. How would we as a coach put this into a framework? to move clients from point A to point B. So let's try another one. We'll do the same intervention of future visioning, but this time we'll use the hallway conversation, which is one of our favorites in the intensive. And that is, um, here's the framework. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? And what is getting in the way? Where are you now? Where do you wanna be? What's getting in the way? Where would you put future visioning? Well, it depends on what exercise you want to use. So for me, uh, when you when you talk about um, where are you now, where do you want to be, and when, what's getting in the way, um, you can use uh, uh, you can use visualization in either uh, through conversation or through writing it down, um, visualizing, for example, where you want to be, uh, what that looks like, and then kind of bringing it to the present in that what's what's getting in the way. 
Yeah, I think that's a good way to, to go about it. Um, what I would do is I would start with the narrative of where are you now? Then I'd move to a narrative of where do you want to be? And then compare the two. Like literally, what's the difference between where you are now and where you want to be? And then from there, pull the differences between the present vision and the future vision to form those action steps. Yeah. And I think the most, for me, the most important piece is what's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's going to be loaded with action. It is. It is. Do you want to play with this live? Yes. Let's do it. Do you want to use my life or your life? Oh, gosh. We can use, um, let's use your life. I, we use oh. my life a lot. Yeah. We, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so, thank you. Okay. Thank you for giving me the option. Yeah. 100%. So, let me think of a good example of, um, of something that I want to share with everybody. Okay. So, I'm, I'm really working on um, pushing out into the world more and forming more connections that intellectually feed me. That's a goal of mine. And it's actually a goal of mine that I'm working on with a coach. So where I am now is I'm, I'm largely um, isolated. I work from home. Our company is virtual. And um, I don't have many opportunities to get out there and network and meet people who are also leaders in the wellness space. So that's where I am now. Um, where I want to be, honestly, I don't even know. I probably have to do a little bit of work around future vision because it's a, it's a goal state that I've never encountered before. I don't know what it's like to be really connected to a lot of intellectual partners in the wellness space. So I could so wait, I would say I would say to Noel if I was coaching her, uh, it, first of all, guys, it's totally okay if your client um, doesn't have an accurate vision or, or doesn't really have, you know, uh, uh, they might have a direction, but they don't have a very clear cut vision of where they want to be. And in that case, I would ask Noel, um, how do you want to feel? So it's okay to not see or know where you want to be, but how do you want to feel in the future as far as um, uh, networking and having, you know, your, your tribe? That is such a good question. And, and I just, I, guys, I want to highlight what John did. So there's two different kinds of goal states. There's objective and subjective. So where my mind went was I was, I was stuck in the objective. I was like, I don't know what this tangibly looks like. And John went right, he cut through the noise and got me to a subjective state of how will I feel? Game changer. So I will feel energized. I will feel energized. I will feel um, curious. I will feel um, alive and I will feel inspired. Less alone? less alone for sure yeah all of that stuff yeah absolutely and those those are all actually really empowering feelings and for me um when when i say a feeling that gets me more motivated than see, uh, necessarily seeing a vision i have to agree with you that feeling was really powerful sure sure so then we have you know what's getting in the way um and it's my own damn self right <laughs> <laughs> so I need to do some, you know, narrative work around things that I'm willing to let go of and things that I'm willing to do with action steps. That was a great example. 
we can work on my life more often. Yeah, it was a great example. And I think many people can relate to that, um, that process, uh, because especially with today, so many people, uh, even coaches who have their own business that work most predominantly, you know, by themselves be, uh, in front of a computer. Yeah, and you experience intellectual brain drain. And so guys, you know, we've walked you through some several concepts here. The, the definitions that we're looking at are frameworks, then theory and technique, which go into the frameworks. And all of this we teach in the Journey Coaching Intensive, and we teach it for a reason. So everything that we've worked you through today, we teach so that our students learn this and so much more. They learn how to put their own coaching techniques into the frameworks of their choice and create truly unique coaching programs. Yes. Yeah, so you digest something like this, right? And this is just one tool. And once you feel comfortable with it, then you kind of bring your own uh, uniqueness to it and then kind of turn it into your own style. And the more you practice that, uh, the more effective you're going to be as a coach. And then going into sessions, it won't be about like, where do I start? What do I say? How am I going to be valuable? Um, once you have this tool, this template that you lay over um, the conversation, now you have uh, direction in that session. And it doesn't have to be scary. A huge part of doing this work and building your own toolbox is falling in love with it. You fall, and I've seen so many of our students just fall head over heels in love with a particular theory set or a particular technique, and then they begin to internalize it, apply it to their own lives, and then it just kind of comes alive in real color, and oh, this is how you fit it into a framework. This is how you move people through a process of self-discovery. It feels big and scary, but it really is quite gorgeous and simple. Yeah, you know, the scariness, the fear dissolves as it goes from your brain and what you think coaching is to actually the experience part when you actually start doing it. Yes, and that's the fun part. And that's actually a big part of our program. Yes, yes, indeed. So guys, if you want to be a coach or you've been curious, uh, check out Journey Coaching. Uh, this is just a small little taster spoon, like the kind you get at the ice cream shop, tasting flavors before you make your decision. Um, and uh, speaking of networking communities, we have a, a, a amazing, warm, thriving community. And make sure that when you're looking for a coaching intensive, that uh, the community fits the type of community that you want. It's so true, because just as, you know, I'm experiencing um you know, my intellectual search, I'm going to turn to our community. Yeah. And Noel, we need to work on um, getting you uh, more connected with uh, people that are going to make you feel those feelings that you want. Thank you, John. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Be well. Ready to cut through the BS of becoming a coach? Snag John and Noel's six-step guide to becoming a life coach at journey.co slash everything. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything. If what you've heard here today speaks to you and you want to learn a little bit more about becoming a coach, visit journey.co, J-R-N-I dot C-O. We've graduated nearly a thousand coaches and offer vibrant community, strong lifetime support, and world-class coaching education. We're fully ICF accredited, and look forward to watching how you use coaching to make a bigger impact in the world around you.